this is episode 266 on August 16th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you doing? Let's start with you, Dave. I'm doing pretty good this week um, for non-photography related news. Um, and I was told to say this, that um, first of all, ber- happy birthday, first birthday to our uh, our puppy, Belle. She turns Aww. one today. Uh, still hasn't slowed down yet, so she's still in full puppy mode, terrorizing everyone. But it being in- incredibly cute and loving while she's doing it. <laughs> I think you have rose-colored glasses. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. You have to. Yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, and the cats don't have that much rose-colored in their glasses when they see her. <laughs> Day 5,353 of our incarceration. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and this week I am recovering from uh, a race that was actually Almost perfect if I my brain would have been working for this week's um, post-pick of the week challenge for trails. It was called the Two-Face 10K that I ran. So it starts off with a nice, easy 10K road race uh, in our local one of our local parks here uh, around the lake. And then after around a half hour or so break, you get another 10K trail race. Um, which is around 800 foot of elevation climb over the six miles. And it's, it's basically a, the, I've run, I've walked trails before locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they're like the rail to trail trails where they're wide and they're flattish and they're nice crushed stone. Not this thing is around a foot wide, barely enough for one person to walk, let alone run on. Um, and the reason why I say about me not having enough thought to actually, because there were some great pictures I could have gotten with trails on there that would have been perfect for the post pick. Uh, the problem was that halfway through the, uh, the, around mile three or so, let's say through the trail part, um, my legs were aching anyway to begin with. And my right leg Charlie horsed on me halfway Ooh. through. So... And so, you know, it's one of those things, just like if you had Charlie horse in the night, the best thing to do is stretch it out. So I grabbed on a tree and just kind of put my foot down and stretched out my calf. Uh, unfortunately, with the trail, you're kind of in the middle of the woods. So it's not a matter of like if you're on a, a road course, you know, there's people around you or you could flag someone over and ask for some help. You're pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. You have other runners, but you're pretty much you know, there, there's, you're, you're walking out or you're getting someone to carry you type thing. And I wasn't that bad off. So it was three miles of me kind of hobbling, walking along, uh, trails, trying to watch out for people behind me going at a nice pace and watching the, um, the downhill and making sure I didn't fall down it. But the important thing, at least in, when I, in my mind, when I started the race was finish it. Cause I never did a trail race before. And try to enjoy the scenery and seeing people and trying to make the best of the situation where it was my time's going to be horrible and it's going to take me forever to finish. So that's what I tried to do as I finished. Like I said, it was some really if I think looking back on it's like, oh, yeah, the um, post pick of the week was trails. I just did six miles (laughs) of trails (laughs) in the middle of woods that I could have gotten some not only some really good pictures because it's really steep up there. But, you know, action shots of people running down the trails and kind of thinking back on it's like, yeah, that would have been neat. Um, but again, that I was kind of in the I hope I can walk far enough and not make a complete fool on myself as I'm finishing up. <laughs> yeah, your your body was basically trying to survive. It felt like it. I know it wasn't I, I don't want to be over dramatic in turn because I mean, it was it was a cramp. So, you know, it wasn't like I was or I wasn't really by myself in the middle of a, you know in the middle of the wilderness, but it, it wasn't pleasant during it. Um, well, you, you actually, you didn't realize that that was the, uh, training to run from the cops through the woods. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I can tell you that um, the whole bunch of people would have done a whole lot better than me, and <laughs> <laughs> they at least would have gotten away. <laughs> but like I said, it, it was a fun time, and I did get a, a, a – and honestly, this is one of the nicer medals that I've gotten off of a race because it was um, it, it was nice because they actually – the medal was actually two different medals kind of put together one half for the road rate road part and their half for the trail part. And it do was, they come apart? Uh, you can, uh, they oh. actually, um, they're actually two separate medals, two separate ribbons, but in the back there's a little bolt together area so they can keep them in the air, but they're actually two. They are two separate medals. Wow. Um, that's and, cool. Yeah. And they're enameled, uh, inlaid colored. And it, they did a really nice job on it. And it was a really great job. They did running it and the organization was really great. So that took a lot of my weekend right there. Um, very cool. Yeah. Now real quick about, uh, photography related. I posted a pic earlier today, uh, of a water droplet that someone at work actually pointed out to me. Um, she by her desk, um, the one plant just at the very end of the plant had a little water droplet hanging off the end leaf. And it took me around seven or eight shots to actually get a decent looking shot. And of course, being at work, yeah, I didn't even have the little cheapy little lens thing I have for macro. So, wow. you know, there I'm, I'm just trying to get a decent macro shot holding it. Um, it turned out pretty good. I'm halfway happy with it. Um, in my mind, I'm also comparing it mentally to some of what other people post. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's decent, but it's no Itha. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, actually I like it. It looks good. Oh, I, okay. I like the one where it look, the ones that, where it looks like it's about to fall off, but it hasn't. Yeah, that was kind of wild. She pointed out to me and went over, and it was like she said, "Yeah, I just noticed it there, and that's kind. Of, it was just kind of crazy, just on top of a file cabinet." Now, is that a uh, fake plant? No, it's a real one. It's a real one. They actually <laughs> somebody somebody's watering a in. fake plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she snuck it in around the authorities. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Very cool. I like it. Cool. Let's see here. Matt, how are you doing? I am well. I am not sure what's going on with me this evening. My voice is kind of uh, giving out on me here. So um, if I sound a little scratchy or weird, weirder than normal, I guess that's uh, (laughs) that's why. Yeah, Um, I saw you posted a uh, picture just now. Um, yeah, so this isn't really like photography related in any way, but today is my son's fifth birthday. Woohoo! Happy birthday, Joseph. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we kind of did that this evening, a little birthday thing for him. He got a few presents and, um, we went out to Chick-fil-A for dinner, which is like his favorite place <laughs> in the world. <laughs> he gets the nuggets, huh? Oh yeah, you better yeah. believe it. <laughs> yeah, and then you know they have the, like the little play area there, so he eats his food quick and then runs off to play. And <laughs> <laughs> so he had fun, and then um, we got a birthday party for him coming up this weekend with all his little friends from daycare and whatnot. So nice. yeah, he's going to be probably spoiled rotten for the next few days, I would imagine. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, I, try, I, you know, before we started the show, I was like, oh, man, another week I didn't take any pictures or really do anything. And then I go and I look at my camera roll and I'm like, goodness gracious, what am I talking about? <laughs> Why don't I remember anything I've done? So um, this is also family related as well. But my son graduated from preschool last Friday. Um, so I'm looking through. I got all these pictures and videos from that. Um, then this past weekend, we drove, uh, from here in Ohio over to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where my nephew turned, uh, four and 
my brother and his wife had a pool party for him. So we went to that. And <clears throat> while we were there, um, my brother took us onto his neighbor's land, which is like, I don't know, something crazy, like 200 acres on the side of this mountain. Oh, wow. And uh, we were driving around in like a gator uh, kind of thing, you know, a little off-road vehicle and just really awesome views and went by some like cool old barns and um, just all these neat little trails, you know, me and my son and my brother and his boy, we all piled into this thing. We had a great time, um, went through some trails that were like really overgrown. We weren't sure if the gator was going to make it through and it was a little adventure. It was pretty cool. And uh, so I, I got some pictures from that that um, I think I'll share soon. I've been editing them and then reverting them back to the original and then editing again and reverting. And I can't like decide what I want, like what I'm looking for out of these shots. It's mostly pictures of these of this barn that I just thought was really cool looking. Um, then, then the next day on Sunday, we had some time to kill before the birthday party. So uh, my wife and my son and I, we went to this wetland in Harrisburg called Wildwood Park. And it's it's a pretty cool place. Uh, it's kind of strange in the fact that it's like uh, bordered by like an industrial area on one side and a highway on another side and a pretty major road on the north end of it and a community college on the south end of it. So it's like boxed in by all this stuff that you would not <laughs> think would be conducive to like a uh, – you know, like a nice green space, but it's a, it's a pretty cool wetland. There's a ton of birds there and other animals. So we went and um, did a little hike and I was doing all these macro shots of flowers and we saw some deer and um, it, yeah, that's mostly what I was doing. I was lingering behind trying to get macro shots of bees on flowers and um, <laughs> you know, that was pretty fun. Went canoeing again this past week and and then did the birthday thing today so i've been a busy boy not all of it photography but um it's good times nice very cool greg how are you doing man i'm doing well um haven't been taking a lot of pictures lately uh actually i've been trying to hammer out a few chapters of this book that i started and i think i'm on chapter six wow Oh, six of I have no idea how many. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going with the flow with this thing. Um, actually, probably chapter six and then maybe two or three more. Uh, I, I could see this thing being done in a couple of months. Wow! So Very I've cool. got to figure out, you know, which direction I'm going to take it when I. Um, you know, when I finish it, like, when, when, do I want to just do it digitally or, or whatever? So anyway, I got time to figure that out, but, um, no picture wise, not too much. Uh, just, a, again, a couple of pictures when I was walking the dogs and whatnot. And, um, uh, let's see. Well, I did get a, okay. I told you a while ago that I, I got my car run into at the, um, uh, at a coffee shop in a parking lot and yeah. it finally got to the body shop and it should be done tomorrow. But I okay. got a kind of a preview of it there yesterday. Um, I had to go up and talk to them about something and the guy, well, you want to see it? Okay, sure. So I went in and boy, I tell you these, this body shop, they had to um, uh, replace the right rear quarter, like the fender, the door, and they opened the door and, you know, all those little contoured areas like inside a car door, it yeah. just looked like it come out of the factory. Yeah. It was, man, they were, oh, unbelievably well done. And the paint, the paint looks so nice. It's got this like a metal flake in it and it just looks like, look like, looks like the rest of the car. It's, it's just amazing. So nice. I was pretty excited to see that. I, I was always kind of curious as to how it was going to go, and but I heard these guys were good. So it was. Uh, I, I can't wait to get rid of this rental car. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, 
uh, it's just not as nice and not as fun to drive. But uh, no, it's just other than that, you know, working on the book and and uh, just the day day to day stuff around here. That's about it. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to read it. I want to. <laughs> Uh, it that's exciting you know some people say oh, i'd like to write a book and they never do or there's guys like me that are like yeah i'm not even gonna try and uh <laughs> I don't disappoint myself but no that's cool i'm, yeah, I'm michelle on chat room says do you need me to proofread <laughs> yeah <laughs> you might need a few proofreaders <laughs> I, I might need a few yeah <clears throat> very cool well i um i had a uh, busy weekend. Uh, we did a vacation Bible school at our church and, uh, the, uh, children's pastor walked up to me and said, Hey, can you take pictures? I'm like, Oh, twist my arm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went around taking pictures, did some videos and, um, and, and, you know, just had fun with that. But I, I noticed something, that I'm doing more often now is that after I take the picture later on, I'll let it sit there, marinate, you know, whatever. And then I'll go back and, and hit the live photo, just kind of see what the, you know, what, what my reaction was. Did I, did I hold it still long enough or, you know, and then sometimes catching the, the gist of the, um, the action that was going on when I took the pictures. And so I, I lately I've just going back and, you know, holding my, uh, my finger down to watch the three seconds of the picture before it was uh, what second and a half before. Yeah. In a second and a half. And, and that's exactly what it's intended for is to go back and, and put you right back in the moment. Right. Um, and you know, sometimes, Sometimes you 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 forget what was going on in a picture, um, unless you know for some you know reason you know it's like there are times I look it's like why did I take that picture? Oh, that's why. You know, yeah. it's like my child was doing something goofy, you know, and I happened to just you know miss the goofy part, and you know, but I can go back and change it. Yeah, and actually, and actually capture it. You can you can go and actually change the photo to a different spot, you know, which is bizarre. Yeah, um, yeah. And and so you know, I I I was looking through that and, um, you know, just playing around and reminiscing. So I'm I at first I I was like, you know what, I don't I'm not a big fan of live photos, so I turned it off. But now it's like, yeah, it's on. I'm going to capture everything, you know, the good, well, when you the bad, have, the when you have kids, it's, it's just phenomenal. Like, uh, um, for me, I, my own, like my, my son, he's, you know, grown up and left the nest years ago, but, uh, even with the dogs, it's sometimes nice to have that, that feature with the dogs. Cause I mean, Dave, you could relate that sometimes they'll do crazy things and, and you wish you had a, Oh, I just wish I had taken that a second earlier. And, and with the mm -hmm. live photos, you can do that. Yeah. yeah, especially when you're trying to get them to pose or look a certain way. And it's just a pain in the butt trying, especially with younger dogs. You know, it's hard. And, I mean, the cats move a little slower most of the time. But and, like you said, it's just that way you can say, well, I don't like that look, but I can move it back here and I can select that one. Yeah. One thing I need to do is is work on my follow through. So I'll take, I'll set up, take a picture and then move. Instead, I should just set up, take a picture and hold it there. And that way I'm not introducing motion into the frame or mm. the video part mm -hmm. of the, uh, of the image. I found the best way to get used to that is to watch the icon on the screen. And as long right. as it's yellow, it's recording. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I've done that many times myself. I, I see, uh, you know, I, I get the picture and then all of a sudden I'm watching the phone go down to the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, and there we go. We're seeing. <laughs> so, yep. So that's, uh, that's what I did this last weekend. And, and so, yeah, I have this weekend, I'm going to work on my Jeep to change out the master cylinder for the brake. So nothing too exciting. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. 
All right, well, let's do this. We're going to move into, let's see, I think I have it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to move into our news. So let's go ahead and hit that. News team, assemble! All right, so, uh, Dave, you have a rumor that's coming up, yeah. or that that is out. So go ahead and uh, give it a whirl. Sure. And this is actually, I I think, in a few different places. I saw it on Nine to Five Mac, where unfortunately it's only the 2018 uh, OLED iPhone. So if you have the iPhone 10, it looks like there's something hardware in the phone itself. That makes a difference. So it's only the new ones, which will be coming out, probably announced in around a month. The the one rumor I saw kind of related to this is you're looking for around September 11th or 12th for the um, for the next iPhone announcement coming up. Is that the ability to use the Apple Pencil with the iPhone? So uh, we're talking 11 years after the fact that one of the big talking points that Steve Jobs made was stylus who needs them you'll use them black <laughs> and now we're saying but this isn't a stylus this is it's a pencil apple pencil <laughs> for iphone 11 and of course it probably won't it probably won't be the same pencil for the ipad pro so you'll actually have to make sure you get the right and that this is me total conjecture but i could see it being a different pencil than the uh, iPad Pro pencil, so maybe one that's the same size as the iPhone. Well, I don't see them actually designing. I, I can see it as a separate purchase and one where I don't see them actually making it. I mean, because the iPad, the pencil for the iPad, the charging is so clunky, sticking it in the lightning port at the end where you're just asking it to break just seems so poorly set up. Yeah. So I can't really see them doing anything where maybe built, it would be nice if built into the pencil, there'd be a way you could slide it over the phone or an attachment that would attach it somehow on the phone on the side. That way it'd be like a little, you know, like, like a little flip notebook you see in like in old movies reporters used to write on. So I, that would be great. But I don't see Apple doing that. Yeah. Now, as elegant as they make stuff, I just don't see them doing that. So, and honestly, I'm not too sure. I mean, it, in a way, it would be nice to have a pencil because the phones, especially given the rumors of a larger OLED phone where the iPhone 11 Plus, let's call it that, um, it's getting close to an iPad mini. Right. So it's actually getting useful enough to do real drawing and sketching on and not try and just cram it into a small screen. Uh, but or I can see that for taking notes and everything else. So, you know, that'd be great if it would if it can be used like that. Um, of course, I'm expecting it to be 100 to 150 dollars. Probably. On that nature, and the the new, I, I'm assuming it's going to be on both phones, not just one. They're saying it'll be for both. Um, hmm. So it'll be for the smaller OLED and the and and the rumored larger OLED. Um, I honestly, I mean, I can see if you're the art, if you're good at drawing and you want to do sketches, and you have your phone with you, if you just wanted to, you know, sketch out something, or maybe for note taking. Um, right. Maybe f now. I imagine most of these apps would have to be rewritten, but you know, if you have a pencil and it's activated for like an in light or some what snapsy, but I can see more in light or you know the Photoshop, um, like a Photoshop where you can use that when it comes to editing photos. Yeah, it would sure make your iPhone a great um, Wacom tablet. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah like I mean, can... I'm looking at, I'm looking at notes right now, and you know, you have the options just with your finger, 
to write down notes or do like little drawings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, you know, is it is it just going to be that the pencil is will give you that much more control? I think it would. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I can see useful for sketching, but they have to be careful in my mind that they don't make it feel like the pencil is needed. You know, like it is a true accessory instead of. Right. To really, it's like, well, if you really want to get the full functionality out of the phone, you have to pay the extra money for the, um, for the pencil. Otherwise, you feel like you're not using the full device. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just meant to enhance your experience, not yeah. not not become part of a necessity. <clears throat> and and something to add to this uh, whole iPhone rumor thing is that they're talking about um, putting a 512 gigabyte storage, um, like five five twelve gigabyte storage in these things, as an option. Wow. So, I mean, that would only cost you, I can just see it costing you $2,000. <laughs> I mean, wow. my MacBook Pro has 512. No, sorry. Is it, or is it 256? Just a second. Storage. Yeah, it's only a 256 gigabyte <laughs> hard drive. Same as my iPhone 8 Plus. Right. Now they're talking about putting 512 in an iPhone? No one will ever need to have 512 on their I have, iPhone. I I, <laughs> my, my iPhone 8 Plus is a 256 gigabyte model. And let me just uh, find out what I have available for space. I have available 183 gigabytes. Right. Now I have... Um, I only have a hundred songs on it locally, but I use um, iTunes Match, so all my, mm. most of my music's in the cloud. But I have two hundred ninety-seven videos, one thousand nine hundred sixty-nine photos, two hundred thirty-five apps, and I still yeah. have one hundred eighty-three gigabytes free. Yeah, I've got one hundred thirty gigabytes free right now. Yeah, it's crazy. So imagine five twelve, and you're talking only, <laughs> uh, you know, less than a quarter. Yeah, like you can say goodbye to um, iClouds. You know, paying for extra iCloud storage, you wouldn't need it. I'm just gonna video everything in 4K. Who cares? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I won't even. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Greg, I do see one issue though about not. I know you were kind of kidding about iCloud, but think about the backup. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it'd be, it would be silly to. I, I was just being facetious. It oh, would I be know. silly I not know. to have not to have iCloud, but um, you know, it, it's uh, five hundred twelve gigabytes on a phone is just crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, and it's one thing like for a laptop or desktop where you generally, especially if they're Apple products, you're keeping that for five years, six years, and it's working pretty well for that long. Phones, you're looking at three years tops, you know, but if you're on an installment plan, you know, you can basically upgrade after a year and a half. So it's going to be hard to, I mean, unless all of a sudden they come out and say, by the way, we've upgraded the cameras, which they probably will. And for whatever reason, you know, it's... I know they came out with the the, the Hef uh, filter that makes a little bit less room, but I could still see them saying, because of our new front-facing camera, it's now 12 megapixel maybe, or who well, knows I could what. See them, I could see them possibly going to maybe like a 16 megapixel sensor. Uh, which is going to give you larger file sizes for your photos. And I don't know if it would even be possible, but could they put an 8K video camera in this thing? Like, is, I, I, I don't know that much about um, hardware mm-hmm. to know if that's even possible or not. But I don't know because, I mean, you can do 4K now, but... Yeah. That's... But, I mean, that's kind of governed on the pixel or on the uh, well, sensor size as well, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's the problem is I don't really see them making a huge sensor and making the camera thicker and bigger just for the um, the sensor, though. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, how do they justify that big of a... Um, basically hard drive, I guess you can call it, yeah. in, in a phone. Other than the other than they they must feel that people are filling up their phones more these days and they're just, you know, giving that space, making that space available. I don't know. Well, uh, profit? Yeah. I mean, well, they didn't become a trillion-dollar company by not being profitable. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the equivalent of a... Um, like a Cadillac SUV, you know, you don't have to put the extra engineering or anything else into it. And it's questionable how much value you're getting back, but you're putting a lot of money in, you know, because I guarantee you the step from, let's say 64 to 256 to 512, that step up from 256 to 512 is going to be almost all profit. You know, you're not talking any extra, you're really not talking any extra engineering. The component price will not be that much compared to how much they're going to um, to raise the price by. So it's it's that's going to be pure profit. So you really don't need that many people willing to say, "I want the five twelve. Why? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think the option is good. I, before you know it, we're going to have a. You know, one terabyte phone storage is so cheap. Uh, you know, it shouldn't even be an issue. You know, but like you said, you know, profits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta pay. Gotta pay more for uh, for the more storage because it's a privilege. I don't know. All right, let's go ahead and move on, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our Facebook group. And uh, we did something last week. Was it last week Um, or the week before? We decided as a as group leaders. Yeah, I'm a group leader. All right, Um, that uh, we're going to change the way we approve people because Matt and Greg have been doing a great job of. Uh, approving yes. people for the group. We are up to 1954. Is that right? We're about, we're less than 50 shy from 2000. And uh, uh, they, uh, Matt found out that we can actually add a question that would, is it auto magic or just allow uh, people to be, um, yeah, so it, um, screen well, and, just to answer your question quick, and then I'll back up a little bit. It's it's not auto magic, as you put it. Um, yeah, so they when they answer the question, they oh, okay. still have to wait for one of us to a- approve them. But basically, um, let me just explain what this is all about. So. Um, I feel a little bit weird talking about this like here on the podcast because I'm sure a lot of people are already in the group. Um, but if you've been thinking about joining the group or if you're inviting like your friends or family to join the group, we did make a little change. So um, our group has never been about quantity over quality like it's pretty awesome that we're getting to 2000 members um but like like you alluded to joe like we've always been um scrutinizing i guess you could say uh when it came to member requests um you know just to make sure that we were not allowing in like spammers and bots and that kind of thing um that that was really the, the main impetus behind it. And there was like a few of those that kind of squeaked by, but I think, you know, out of the 1900 people that we have in the group now to only have allowed literally maybe a handful of those bad actors. And I think we've done a pretty good job with that said, um, it's not like we're inundated with requests to join the group, but it is kind of time consuming to click on everyone's profile that is requested to join the group and, you know, try to figure out 
you know, is this a bot? Is this a spammer? Uh, that, that sort of thing. Um, the other thing too, that kind of makes it challenging in a way is that, um, you, you ha- when you have a group like this and you're looking at a person's profile, you have to, uh, put all of your biases and beliefs and, and all of that stuff on the back burner. So whether it's religion or politics or lifestyle, whatever you see in that person's profile, you can't let that weigh in on your decision of whether or not to, to approve them. And, and that's really hard to do after we've been doing this for, you know, as long as we've been doing it. So um, I've always known that, you can you can set up this group to where when someone asks to join, uh, they would be met with a question, and the question could be like literally anything that the uh, the hosts of the group want it to be. So in this case, the question is to name one of the co-hosts of the Tiny Shutter podcast, and the reason I pick that question is because. Um, we've gotten to the the point now where I feel like I want the people that are going to join the group from this point forward to um, be more people that would be likely to contribute to the group instead of just join and, you know, browse in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, I, I'm in lots of groups that I, I don't really, participate i guess but i want to be in them because i you know i want to see what's whatever there's just some reason i want to be in the group right but you know with almost two thousand members i i think um you know we have a, a lot of wallflowers and i want to get a little bit more participation so i think that this is a good way to um kind of get those members in that are that are going to do that um i just feel like if you listen to the podcast then you're you're likely to share and contribute in some way to the group that's really what what we're looking for and then i also don't need to do as much of the um the screening then you know, if you if you can answer the question, you're probably not a bot. You're probably not a spammer. Um, right. You're probably reasonably serious about photography and you know iPhone photography in particular. So um, it just speeds up the the process for me and and for Greg. And uh, that's that's what we're doing. So basically, um, I guess the main reason to throw this out there really is, uh, I've noticed, you know, we do get a lot of people that have been invited by another member, uh, of the group. So, you know, if you're inviting people to join the group, um, that's awesome. Thank you. But, you know, let them know, you know, this is like cheating, I guess. So I'm just going to tell you the answers right now. Let them know there's going to be this question. Just tell them, <laughs> you know, type in Greg, type in Dave, type in Joe, type in Matt, and you'll be good to go. So uh, that's that's what we're doing from here on out with the Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing we don't have some strange uh, Norwegian names that would get uh, butchered. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, you know, we, we've had, uh, like, uh, we, we've had a handful of, of people slip in that were um, sort of, uh, some of them were bots, others were, you know, good natured, but they were, they were kind oh, of yeah. looking yeah, at that's a, other thing as that's a way difficult to, to weed out themselves. as well. And, and yeah, so we we want to keep you know we want to keep this as as genuine as possible, and um, and kind of protect you guys from uh, from people coming in to you know just spam us or or whatever. But kind of uh, you know we. 
some things slip in and, and then, you know, they'll pop in and then go away or, you know, moderators will go. I don't and, remember and anymore. them out too, but go ahead. Matt. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is a, this is a good uh, process, but like Matt said, just if you're going to invite people, uh, let them know, you know, what the answer is and, you know, point them to the podcast, have them listen. Um, you know, cause a lot of what we do in the group is connected to the podcast. Uh, they get to, you know, they get the full context of the weekly photo challenge or any questions that may pop up or, or anything like that. So, uh, you know, try to try to encourage people to listen to the show. This is uh, this is a great way of learning and um, creating a uh, community. So, uh, anything else that you guys wanted to bring up with the? Uh, no, no, not really. Hopefully, uh, the way that portion? I phrased all this didn't come across as uh, like we don't want. Uh, no, I mean. <laughs> I, I was just I was just thinking I'm like totally I, I saw some you. people today on, oh, yeah. on the Facebook group that were <laughs> like um talking about, you know, how they're you know, they're they're just kind of shy about putting their photography out there and they really enjoy our group, but they're not comfortable sharing their photos yet. And and that I get that. I understand that. Um it, I mean, yeah. I share a lot of photos, but I, I have that too. I'm not comfortable sharing all my photos because of, you know, I don't know. I just think, Oh, I don't know. This photo is not really that great. I'm not going to, I'm not going to share it. But, um, so I'm not saying that we, we don't want people that, you know, just want to browse the group privately. Um, we just, I guess want an easier way to make sure that we're getting quality people in our group. I guess that's a better way to say it. Very cool. All right. And uh, the the second part of the Facebook group is um, we had a question from one of our good listeners about having an alternative to Facebook when it came to participating with our weekly photo challenge. And this question was brought up uh, some weeks ago and, you know, we've, we, discussed it amongst ourselves and also um, tried to address it uh, with uh, with our listener uh, and decided, you know what, we need to talk to you guys and let you know where we stand with that. Uh, we have tried in the past to have multiple options for the weekly photo challenge, and it didn't work. We had um, a uh, group on um what was it uh yahoo's um flicker yeah we we had a flicker group and we tried to incorporate the weekly photo challenge with them and with facebook and i think at the time we were also using instagram and it was not the best thing that we were doing it we we had we struggled uh having multiple platforms to keep an eye on and uh try to you know not forget because as we we get to a point where like oh yeah this is a great photo oh shoot we didn't look at Flickr. you know uh was yeah, that was difficult i had a i had a hard time with that and slowly but surely that that we we left the Flickr group to flounder, um, not because we didn't like the people that were in it. It was just way too difficult. It's, it's not mobile it was, friendly. It was hard to. Yeah. Uh, it it was. Right. It wasn't mobile friendly, uh, and it it there we didn't have. Um, we we didn't it, it it just wasn't working, so uh, this isn't the first time that this question has popped up, 
And, you know, we want to let you guys know that we're not choosing Facebook just because it's Facebook. Um, Facebook, ha- like, like we said, we have almost 2,000 members in our group on Facebook. And how many would you say were on Flickr that were participating? Yeah. Maybe five or six? Um, it it may, be, may have been more. But the you know it was it was very difficult to you know kind of go over there and look to see mm-hmm. uh, yeah John post, uh, posts in the chat keep it simple um, and uh, you know it, it it was difficult to you know kind of keep up with with the small group that was participating so do you guys have anything that you want to add to that on well, on the reasoning? I think something to remember did, is know, that did I kind of you, you sum know, it up? We all have lives. Um, uh, Matt and Joe, you guys have young children, and it's not uh, it's not easy for you guys to be monitoring, yeah. you know, social media outlets. Uh, I work twelve hour shifts, days and nights. Dave works every day. Uh, has five five pets, I think it is, Dave, at home. And, you know, we're just like anybody else. We have normal lives that we live, you know, every day of the week. Um, you know, sometimes our weekends are, are tied up or whatever. So that has to be taken into consideration as well. I mean, it's not that we don't want to please everybody. Uh, it's just that it, it's very difficult to do so. Um We've had in in the past. We've had people quit Instagram and Facebook because of decisions that the Facebook, uh, you know, terms of service or other stuff has happened, and you know, it, it was it wasn't that much of a. Um, it, the volume, the, the volume sounds one. bad. It wasn't that much of a loss. Uh, it wasn't. Um, that many people that left. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying that they were worthless. No, by uh, total opposite. You know, we had, you know, we had some good people decide to quit and, you know, that's fine. And, you know, I understand when you, when, when people want to have an alternative, because believe me, if it wasn't for this group, I probably would not be on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is a different story. Even though it is a part of Facebook, um, you know I'm always going to continue with with Instagram. But uh, you know I'm just I I don't you know dwell on Facebook as much as I used to in the beginning. And you know it's it's good mental hygiene to probably not. Um, you know with all the with all the stuff that happens in this world, political or you know, um, local or, you know, worldwide or whatever, it can really, you know, drag you down. And, and, but this group is like a beacon in, in the world of Facebook. And I'm really thrilled with it because I can go on and I can see the beautiful images that you guys are producing and posting and talking about. And it's an oasis. That's why I have not quit Facebook. And, um, but, you know, we, we wanted to address, uh, this and it'll, and it probably won't be the last time we address it, but you know, it's not, it's not because Facebook is the best place to be right now. It's where everybody's at. And it's really, really difficult for us to try to keep multiple platforms and, you know, um, and, and yeah, I mean, the only thing I really have to, I want to add, and so. you kind of mentioned it at the end, is that we really have to go where the people are, not necessarily where we want to be. And really, the I mean, the only two options are to, to, for ease that we don't say, oh, by the way, we're starting a Discord server, and everyone now has to sign up for Discord. And most people are like, I've never heard of Discord. What is this, you know? You know, it's in all of a sudden it's kind of out of the... So we have really, in terms of photography right now, the two popular places are Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram does not really have an easy way to say, like we have the post for a post pick of the week and people are responding to it and we can uh, pin it to the top. 
Instagram really doesn't have an easy way to do that other than the hashtag. And then you're getting into, well, don't forget this week is hashtag tiny shutter August 2018 or something on that nature. You know, you know, then, then all of a sudden you're saying, well, we have to make a, a different hashtag for every week. Then it gets confusing. Yeah. We have to remember literally like, like Greg was saying, uh, this is a, we loved, at least I, I love doing the podcast. I really enjoy it, but this is not a job for any of us. Well, I should say it's a, it's a, it's a job, but not necessarily a paying job that can replace real work that pays, <laughs> you know, for food and healthcare and such. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if, what if we, what if we tried to tried something like this? What if we, <laughs> you know, you know, like you say, go to where the people are. So people are on Facebook, people are on Instagram and we can, for the challenges, this is just for the challenges, um, which is, you know, bi-weekly that we, we make a selection. We can look into, look, look in the Facebook group like we normally do. And for those who are not on Facebook, if they're not on Facebook, chances are they're on Instagram. Oh. So why not just create a hashtag that would fit the challenge generally? So just hashtag tiny shutter challenge. I just checked it. There's only three images in that hashtag right now, so we could own that. Yeah, I if if there was a way to compartmentalize you know, I've seen some the challenges. Uh, because uh, yeah, see, I the my 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 fear is that hashtag tiny shutter challenge becomes yeah uh, somebody's like tiny shutter pa- cut and paste and in. <laughs> every image right um and then we'd have to weed through the images to make sure we were choosing uh the right ones i I don't know we can we can take that into consideration and decide later but um that's that's my only the only other option would be something like that what dave alluded to was to um create a, a hashtag for each challenge which would, um, it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, hashtag tiny shutter, whatever the challenge name is, we can just give it a number. Like I've seen other, other, uh, um, folks on, on Instagram do that. Like they, if they have a weekly challenge or whatever, I've seen them, um, uh, you know, give the, give them a number, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's six of one, half a dozen of the other, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's mull it over and you know use this next week to kind of uh, think it through, and and then we'll try to uh, uh, come to a decision hopefully next week, and and you know let everybody know because uh, and if they don't participate in Facebook or yeah, time, or yeah. uh, Instagram, then we're it's kind of a moot point then <laughs> if uh if if they don't do either but i yeah we'll see all right speaking of uh weekly uh weekly photo challenges this post picked of the week all right uh it has see to here. be by now it's uh, been a while since i've picked Greg, is it your turn? <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> All right, this, go uh, ahead and, uh, the challenge from the last two weeks has been away. Path and um, or Paths. And we had uh, quite a few good entries in the Facebook group. And um, uh, I actually came across this one quite easily because it just actually blew me away. It um, It's uh, one by Richard Tassari. And I, it doesn't say anything about where it is or anything like that, but it looks like it could be possibly on the west coast of the United States. Um, it's a picture of a path going through the woods, and it's almost, it looks like it's kind of on a, on a slope. And in the background, there's fog through the, through the trees, 
and there's you know there's green um, roughage or whatever on each side of the path, but it's just a really really captivating image, and uh, I, I it just caught my eye and I had a you know I had a like a close second or whatever, but um, this one by far just just did it for me. So what do you guys think? Start with you, Joe. Go ahead. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I like it. It is. Uh, it is a beautiful image. I'm looking at the. Let's see here. It looks like redwoods, and just the colors just pop out. And to juxtapose, juxtapose with the with the fog, I think it creates that tension that I like to uh, talk about. And uh, yeah, it looks great. I myself there. No, I think it's, it, what are your thoughts, Dave? Um, like you said about the colors and the fogginess and the path <laughs> is something we talked about in past weeks where a lot of times, especially for something like path, it's hard. It's sometimes the path can get lost with everything else, but the path definitely draws the eye here. Uh, almost taking, it's almost taking you on the walk, if you will. Uh, going down so yeah, yeah. definitely uh, fits everything perfectly photo really pops a lot really great pick these are the type of this is the type of conditions that i'm always thoughts, hoping for like when i when i get a chance to go out i, I love i love these type of photos with the, the foggy <laughs> woods and whatnot and, and the thing that i like about it is that it's not like too foggy to where you can't really see the foreground i mean the you know you got those nice vivid greens um and you could see the you know the path pretty well um but just that that ethereal atmosphere in the background just uh, that just takes it over the top for me i like it a lot yeah this is a, a very good image richard uh it's i has to say i love the colors um, and Richard that, lives in, that are there. Lives in so sorry to interrupt. He lives in Ridgefield, Washington. So I was right. It's on the west coast. If you want to, ah <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's not a east coast, or unless you probably go up uh, to New Hampshire or something like that. But typically, the woods on the on the east coast are a lot closer together, and yeah, you have uh, more undergrowth. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Richard. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you want to uh, be chosen as post pick of the week, go on to our Facebook group and look for the pin post at the top for our weekly photo challenge. Or you can go on to Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. Every two weeks we do a weekly photo challenge, but on the off week, we go and uh, choose from the hashtag tiny shutter and it's a free for all. Um, so we, we have a couple places to choose from and we like to give two weeks for people to be able to capture an image and uh, be able to participate because you as a couple years ago, we were what we were doing uh, one week and some people would get to the podcast later and then all of a sudden they're late and they couldn't get an entry in. So we decided to do two weeks, but, uh, you have those two options. All right. Well, it's time to choose another challenge and, uh, I have a suggestion and, uh, you know, you could shoot me down, but how about hard angles for example? an example? <laughs> say, yeah, I need an example on that one. Are you talking okay. sharp, um, as in like really tight angles, or more uh, like uh, hard to look at? You know, into sure. like impossible angles, or it it could be uh, you know something that has to do with architecture or landscape. But if if something you know, tends to have like a a hard or sharp. So uh, we could say sharp smaller angles. than 90 degrees. So, you know, something that okay. seems to come to a point. That's doable. Yes. Less than 90 degrees. Mm. Yeah. I can tell you, I don't have anything better. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we'll go with sharp or acute angles. Oh, okay. I'll take that as a I'll take that as a confirmation. Uh, let's do <laughs> sharp. Uh, this here. So uh, not from a shooting perspective. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did Michelle say? Right, right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, does anybody well, else have anything to bring up? About because I think we may bit. have ourselves. Uh, I'm going to put show. a post in the um, in the Facebook group under the announcements and questions for the podcast. So, so if someone has a question, either um, like a suiting situation or. Oh, yes. Something maybe they tried to get a shot off and it just didn't work successfully, or they did take a shot and they're looking for, you know, kind of tips or hints. Um, just post it there and not not guarantee that we're going every week have a have a question segment, but you know if it's something where we can you know to get people's real world questions and experience out that we can bring into the podcast. So if you guys have a question, uh, we'll have an area on the Facebook page to, uh, I guess, ask the questions. And we'll try to answer those questions on the show. We'll have a, a segment <laughs> or, you know, if nobody asks a question, we can question why you're – no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> now, if, if anybody has a question, we can try to have a, a segment where we answer those questions and uh, probably add it to our show. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. All right. Well, let me go ahead and play this. Barely. All right. All Matt, right. You can check me you out on Instagram. I am Twitter and the Artful Eye Photography community at M. Hoffman Photo. You can find me on Twitter at Macmillan underscore photo, Excellent. Instagram Great. at Macmillan photo on my Facebook page. It's called shot on iPhone only and on the artful eye photography community. Uh, just as my name, Greg McMillan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as prof pod and Excellent. in the Facebook Dave. group and in the artful iPhone photography at Dave Podner. And in real life this weekend, you can find me sitting on my butt watching pro wrestling for most of the weekend. Nice. Good luck on that. All right. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our Facebook group, our Patreon, our YouTube channel, all by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, gentlemen, good show. And uh, I'm looking forward to some of those questions that may be coming our way. Good night, everybody. So, uh, Have a great in one. the meantime, all right, say bye bye to everybody. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here. Thank you for listening. Here we go. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Your behavior is completely inappropriate. Oh, what did John say? Towards the end, you guys were walking on each other. Hmm. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, shoot. I wonder if... Uh, so, <clears throat> and that was towards the end. That wasn't actually from when I started up the second time. Let's see what he says. Because uh, th this problem is why I restart uh, Mixler. So what happens is... Zencaster is coming through my headphones into Mixler is how uh, people on Mixler can hear you guys. And then the Mixler um, for my voice is coming through my microphone. And if it's out of sync, for some strange reason, hmm. 
my voice is a second or two behind uh, for a while. Hmm. Shoot. Well, you still have the individual yeah. recordings on Zencaster, right? No, no, I haven't been doing that because I've, so the editing part is um, like one, I think one or two of you guys, um, oh. there's like a second less per like five seconds, which what'll happen is all of a sudden, like Matt's recording will be yeah. 30 seconds or, you know, 40 seconds shorter than it has to be cut up and expanded some of the others. Yeah. And it's I, like, I know what you mean because I've, I've edited a couple like, and that's uh, what I've had to do. Right. So I haven't been rec- uh, recording the on Zencaster. Um, oh. It's just, I think, <clears throat> I think it's a great idea, but I don't think they have mastered that part. If it's just two people, it may not be that bad. But for some reason, I don't know if it's computers that have some sort of a uh, a different sync or um, timing on it, which is causing the issue. Uh, but it just it wasn't. Uh, it, it would take me probably about an hour and a half, hour to an hour and a half to get through like 45 minutes to an hour of the show. Yeah. And that's, that's adjusting not one track, but possibly three others. Um, but with this, it's just, so what happens is if I have to, um, restart Zencaster, I'll stop Mixler and then once everything's up and running, and I think what happened was when Matt's popped on, um, it probably threw Mixler off. And so um, I should have waited until Matt got back on. Way to go, Joe. To start up Mixler. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Oh, well. I know. <laughs> Ninety-five percent sure this is going to end in massive <laughs> flaming disaster. Uh, 